Greetings, friends and lovers. Welcome to yet another Finger Guns podcast. My name is Roscoe, and we are here talking about the Microsoft slash Bethesda and the Square Enix conferences of E3 2021. How are you doing? I am here once again with Toby Anderson. What up? How's it going, man? Good. Psyched with games. So I'm, my, my eyeballs are just full of games now. So many games. They've been so... poured in. Just yeah. <laughs> straight to the vein. Wow. Okay. Uh, Miles Thompson. Hello there. How are you? Oh, that was very uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I like it. Hello <laughs> well, there. I just, uh, hello there. <laughs> um, yeah, doing good, thanks. Uh, much more positive, I think, from the show we've had today compared to uh, compared to yesterday. So yeah, feeling good. Yeah, absolutely. And Kat. Hello. How's it going? Yeah, good. Mad at Sony because uh, the Game Pass kicks kicks ass doesn't it really (laughs) mad at myself for not having an xbox but you know i'm gonna blame it on sony so yeah i'm doing pretty good doing pretty good how are you roscoe i'm very well thank you thank you for asking that's all right babe (laughs) i never ask no you don't (laughs) we just look like the arseholes now toby (laughs) nah he always puts me first and it doesn't make sense if i ask the last last... me or greg comes first usually the last two nights i've been like oh i'm fine by the way (laughs) that's <laughs> fine. Uh, right then, uh, we've got a lot to get into, so let's uh, kick off straight away with the Square Enix conference. Uh, we figure we do this one first because it's gonna not going to take as long. So, yeah, what do you think of the uh, conference? I'm going to start with Miles tonight. I thought it was um, short and didn't really seem to need its own conference. I feel like they probably could have done like a little state of play type thing that Sony does, or they could have squashed it in. I don't know. With, maybe someone else's conference but i quite like the fact that they showed off a bit of gameplay for most of the things they actually showed so it wasn't just trailers they kind of combined it with other stuff too um and there's some good looking stuff in there um but yeah it just kind of felt like they just threw together very little of what they have um and it was very final fantasy focused as well which i guess isn't a problem because everyone loves final fantasy but um yeah it just felt a bit unnecessary as its own conference but there was good stuff in there i think Okay, cool. Uh, Kat, you were not happy. It's not that I'm not happy. I, I worried when they made when they kind of gave as much gameplay away for the Guardians kind of uh, stuff. I was thinking, oh, is this? Does that mean that this is? Because I remember, I, 15 minutes went by, 20 minutes went by, and I thought, oh, does this mean that they have less games to show because they're showing so much Guardians, like kicking off of Guardians, which does look great, but yeah. I don't think it did need its own. And if it did, did it need to be on this lake? Could they have gone before Bethesda? I don't know. It kind of felt like they really kind of was like, yeah, we're going to go last on day two because we're going to be the best. And then it was like really short. It ended so abruptly. It was like, yeah, look at all our games. Bye. Like, <laughs> see ya then. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Short and sweet, maybe. There is definitely a couple of highlights there. Uh, but yeah, weird. Mixed feelings. Toby? What can I add to that? Um, (laughs) Yeah, I I think I feel very similarly. It started off really well, and then it sort of fell apart a bit towards the middle and last half. Um, But yeah, I mean, there is good stuff. There is definitely things I'll play. Um, So we can, you know, there's things to discuss. But yeah, overall, mm, didn't need 45 minutes. Needed, yeah, 20 minutes. Yeah, I agree. It was a, uh, a quick in and out, as they say. But I guess they're only one studio, you know, how much are they going to really have to show at any one time? Okay, let's kick off with Guardians of the Galaxy from Eidos Montreal coming on October 29th, 2021. 
Um, this is a single player focus. You only play as Star Lord in the Guardians, which I found quite strange. Uh, Toby, what did you make of uh, Guardians? Yeah, this is a great start. I I really like the look of this. Um, I think there was a few comments that you know it's a little bit low on the frame rates. Every now and again, it looks a little bit like it needs a little bit longer in the oven, but generally it looked all right. Um, there are sections in there that have the same comedy as the films. There's you know some good script. Uh, I didn't, you know, like when when the, the Avengers was first announced and you have that moment where you see all their faces and you're like, well, that's not the face that I know. Um, I did that. And then I thought, you know what? They're all fine. That, that Those faces are fine. I'll get used to those faces over the course of a game just fine. But, um, you know, in the racket, you know, how different can Rocket really look? Um, and then Drax started throwing threw Rocket across a gorge. <laughs> And I thought, yeah, no, no, I'm in. I'm in now. This is funny. <laughs> you know, that, that kind of bit is is really um, very Guardians to me. I think that's really fun. Yeah. And then, yeah, when they suddenly said single player, third person, I'm like, yes, I'm in. I think single player, third person is so much more my thing than um, than the Avengers, you know, multiplayer madness. And, and it's just so much better to have something focused around a story like that. Um, I'll get well into playing, you know, as as uh, Star Lord. Sounds sounds really fun. Cool, nice, positive. I like that. And it's coming um, out in October. It is, yeah. It's very That's close. Very soon. I hope they've got enough time. I really do too. Uh, Miles. Yeah, pretty similar. I think um, my initial uh, worry for this game was that they were going to make it just like Avengers and then kind of uh, copy and paste the kind of same template. So, like Toby, I was very pleased it was single player, third person. Um, you know, kind of focused. I still think it could potentially end up like Avengers combat system where it might become a bit kind of button mashing, a bit too simple. But obviously I don't, we obviously don't know enough yet to know how deep the mechanics will go. But um, watching through the gameplay um, kind of section that they showed, it was very kind of reminiscent of like the Mass Effect 2 and 3 where you kind of like, you don't control your squad mates, but you can give them orders, you can combine like their powers and abilities. And it really kind of reminded me of that. And then they obviously showed off like the choice system as well. Um, and I think like Toby said, they really nailed the kind of the feel of Guardians of the Galaxy. Like it felt like an extension of the films, um, which is really important to get right. And I think, yeah, I think I'm very interested in trying it out and giving it a go. And I think I'll definitely play it. Um, but yeah, I think it definitely needs a lot more polishing up to do because some of that gameplay was a bit rough around the edges to say the least. But um, yeah, mm -hmm. I think it looks promising. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Cat, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. What do you think? Yeah, um, I, I don't really have much more to add. It's definitely going to be honour to buy this for me. Initially, it didn't really take me because because I was worried it was going to be like a multiplayer esque type thing. And and actually, like Toby said, as soon as they said third player, uh, third player, third person, um, story based. Uh, cool amazing onto that as well because of course it's so popular it's, it really does sound like they've got the script right um the decision based hilarious to me because of course that, that kind of adds to the replayability of the game you can look at the choices actually how much does it impact your game or is it just the fact that it is impacting the script and i really like that kind of rocket is furious with you um that would be fun so yeah it looks really cool can't add much more um, yeah. agree with all the comments it has those kind of telltale elements as well doesn't it where yes it's i really like decision based that. Mm, that really sold me. Mm. Do you know what's do you know, what, do you know what's cool? It's like it's like Mass Effect, but as a comedy, right? So the the ability for you to make the decision in the decision tree, you know, like your, your dialogue tree, yeah, and then that be a joke, right? So you can piss off Groot or piss off <laughs> Rocket. I just thought yeah. that was really fun because I can make the joke now and it be my joke now going forward. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's some cool choices. Mm. Just yeah, just needs a little bit, 
little bit of a technical polish, and I'm sure it'll be a lot of fun. So that's out on October 29th. Looking forward to it. Okay, next up, we had a look at the Final Fantasy Pixel Remaster series, um, releasing the Final Fantasy 1 to 6. It's not a collect, it's not a collection. Um, I have had that confirmed on Twitter. Um, it's they're gonna be released one after the other. Um, so you know, money and all that stuff. But I've never played one to six, so I'm yeah, quietly curious. Uh Tobes, you're a Final Fantasy guy. Guy? Yeah, let's go with it. Uh, what, do you, what do you think? I am a guy. Yeah, you are. Oh, are you? Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, Final Fantasy 1 to 6. Really cool. I'm glad that they're coming out again on a new, uh, you know, a digital, presumably digital release. Um, I bought all of these, you know, back on PSP and and um, and DS and things um, to play my way through 1 to 6, which I've all completed all of them. Um, but it's, um, yeah, I'm just glad they're out. I'm glad they're coming out and I'm glad... Um, the next one we'll talk about as well is coming out. It, it, it's good to have them all available and they don't get lost to, you know, to gaming history. Indeed. Um, Cat Mars, either of you guys going to jump into these old Final Fantasies? Yeah, I think so. Um, I always used to have this thing where because Final Fantasy was like on its 100th version, I was like, oh, no, I can't play that now because it's too far in. And everybody always used to say, you know, it doesn't matter about the story. And I'd be like, yeah, but it probably does because, you know, Easter eggs and love of the game and love of the characters and love of the... So now I can actually do it. Now I can actually start from one to six, seven, eight, nine, ten, you know, and do it from the beginning. Like, you know, like my order in my mind is fulfilled so yeah you have nothing else to do with your life um i mean that's gonna that sounds like a commitment yeah it's probably gonna be a commitment but you know (laughs) maybe i'll just quit my job yeah okay yeah 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 quite quite a few hundred hours if you're gonna go from one to six and then seven eight and nine and this is always what used to put me off is that people you know because in the order of my mind i was like yeah i want to start it and then every single year a new game come out and i was like oh shit that's another to the backlog I might jump in. I'll see which ones are best. Maybe Toby, I'll get your get your opinion on which ones to play, which ones to skip. And yeah, cool. you'll probably say to me, "Don't skip any of them." <laughs> and so I will. Have no, to no. The job. <laughs> there, there are actually ones to skip. I know Final okay. Fantasy aficionados will probably hate me for this, but yeah, one, one, and two are hard to play these days. Okay, well that's cool. Then. So yeah, I'd love to jump in and actually get to know the franchise and love it like everybody else does because I don't hear many bad things, and also it is still very, very popular today. And so I miss out on a lot of the hype around you know like like Square Enix's show today because a lot of it was Final Fantasy and to me I'm like I really want to get into that but I haven't so yes let's restore some order and I'll uh, give it a give it a bash. I mean you might need to start with uh, Final Fantasy Origins. <laughs> Maybe and... that's yeah the new one the new 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 one that actually just starts yeah. from zero. <laughs> yeah start on the very new one and then go back. Yes. Yeah, then I'll really understand all the levels and you know I can say for myself oh well that didn't matter I could have just jumped in at 10 but that's a that's a curse I'm gonna have to put upon myself isn't it <laughs> take on chaos because of chaos and there's chaos and there's always chaos with more chaos on top of chaos I will chaos kill chaos so much chaos <laughs> I am here for one thing only to kill chaos oh yeah. god that, yeah maybe that I won't start it the, the listeners are not gonna know what we're talking about yeah we'll talk about that in a minute <laughs> um uh Miles are you interested in these retro final fantasies uh, I can't say they're really for me. Um, I kind of jumped into Final Fantasy, I think, at 13. Um, and I actually... <laughs> Perfect prob- place to start. Probably one of the few people who probably liked 13 as well. Um, and since I've, I've played 15 and I've played 7 Remake as well. Um, and I've seen a lot about the original uh, Final Fantasy 7. But yeah, the um, the kind of 1 to 6 and the others, um, I've had a look at the couple of remastered ones that they brought out on PS4. I think it's 10 
maybe. So you might have to freshen up my knowledge there. Yeah, 10 and 10 too, I think. Yeah. And so, uh, 12 Zodiac Age. Yes. Yeah. So I've kind of had a look at those a couple of times, but yeah, it's, I don't think I'll be going back. I, I tend to struggle with those kind of very, very old school games now. Mm. Um, so I think I'll be sticking with uh, the newer ones like Origins. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I can't say much. I only, I've only played 7 Remake, so... I've got a lot of Final Fantasy to catch up on. Oh, I am, I am the Final Fantasy uh, expert on this spot. You really are. You really are. <laughs> but I didn't think I was. <laughs> okay, I, I really am now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, then we had a look at uh, Legend of Mana, which is out uh, next week, actually, June 24th, the week after. Uh, very excited for that. That's a classic game, which is finally being remastered. I know Toby's excited for it as well. Yeah, that looks lovely. Um, a very old classic game from uh, from my childhood, that one. Mm-hmm. Um, that we uh, I, uh, bootlegged or you know imported and, and copied and all that kind of stuff you shouldn't do, but I had to play it, man. Sure, no, oh, indeed. And now you can play it on your PS5. And that'll be really easy, yeah. Yeah, amazing. Um, and then we had a look at the new uh, Avengers War for Wakanda expansion, uh, which is coming free to players, as it should really, considering. I mean, oh, I don't know. Avengers is getting better, but it's I, I still can't recommend it to people. Is anyone going to jump into this? I just... To be honest, that whole game just felt like a bit of a cash grab to me. Um, and I think they completely wasted the license making it a live service game in that mold when they could have done so much more with it. Um, and I just don't think adding a new character and a bit of new content under the existing framework they already have for that game is really going to make it that much better. So, yeah, I think kind of on the same along the same lines as you, like it might be improving, but it's very incremental. And I don't think it's a game that's worth jumping in for just for that kind of expansion and yeah. yeah the roadmap's been a bit of a mess anyway so yeah it's a dodgy one yeah i yeah i can't keep up with it to be honest um i've i played the i played it for a while and then i played it when it came back on ps5 um i did the bridge again um old time listeners of the podcast will know what that means and yeah it didn't grab me again which is just a shame really but we'll see maybe it'll get better down the line but it's not looking good um, and then we got into a bunch of mobile stuff. I've got to be honest, I went for a piss during this, so I don't know what was there. Can anyone fill the blanks in? <laughs> Toby, there uh, was a Nier. There was a Nier, and it's coming out on mobile, and I'm furious. <laughs> so Nier reincarnation. Um, yeah, I just I don't understand why they're doing this. In in Japan, mobile is just so much bigger than than we give a shit about it in the UK. Um, and they're definitely catering towards it. I mean, I hope that Nier game comes to, you know, switch or something you know keep it as a small screen but but please give it me on a proper system um and roscoe for your information the rest of it was like this character is appearing in brave exvius and this character is appearing in this final fantasy um, it, it wasn't anything very exciting from saw, hitman which no one cares about so there was a hitman in there and i don't yes. even work out what they were actually telling me about in that i bit. think they're telling me that you're going to be a sniper instead okay. so i mean the sniper mini game again from uh yeah was it from number two yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, and then I, I saw the title card for the Final Fantasy Royale, which is coming to mobile. Uh, with oh, the first soldier. Sol- the first soldier. Yeah. That just looked weird. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind. Of... I just don't. I just don't think the. Um... That was kind of like last. Oh no! Sorry, Kat, <laughs> I was going to say that was like last night when we were kind of saying Mario of Guns. Like Final <laughs> Fantasy, what an army of Final Fantasy. I don't know if I've ever seen that before. You know, like it just didn't look right. It looked really out of place for some reason. It's, I just um, didn't. For, for mm. me, it's like the Venn diagram of Battle Royale players and Final Fantasy single player players. 
and that tiny little bit in the middle <laughs> where, where this game is aimed. <laughs> that tiny collection of 10 people are going to have I'm a like, great time. I, I love Final Fantasy. Don't give a shit about Battle Royale games. And all the people who play Battle, Boy, Battle Royale, do they care about Final Fantasy? I don't think so. So it's just a very strange marketing idea. Mm, it is odd. Yeah, and it's on mobile. It's like, what? I mean, I it, must it must first. be for the Japan audience, right? Yeah, I, I think that's coming to other systems. I think it's already been announced for other systems. Yeah, because PUBG is also enormous in Japan. So, I don't know, maybe they're trying to cater for that audience, I guess. Um, and then we had a look at Babylon's Fall. That appeared again out of nowhere. I've got to be honest, I don't think I'm going to play this. <laughs> the voice acting was fucking terrible. Um, I know uh, well, uh, this is a very Toby-focused podcast, I know, but Tobes, <laughs> give, me your, uh, give me your opinion on that. I'm a big Square fan. Indeed. Um, Babylon's Fall. So this looked much more interesting the first time we saw it. Um, maybe with you know less information, the the, the mystery was better, right? But mm. this time, it wasn't what I wanted. This time it was it was really nice watercolor cell shading. Like that's an interesting style. But then you saw the gameplay, and it was like, oh, so it's just one big fuck off tower and a dungeon crawler, and you just there's no story you know they're all just climbing up a tower and it was you know lots of multiplayer dungeon crawling nonsense and i was like oh this is not what i wanted at all it looks like godfall now yeah that's I mean? exactly what i thought as well i mean babylon's fall and godfall just happened to have fall in the title but they're making <laughs> me think of each other they are so similar now yeah uh cat did you get anything from babylon's fall no, I know Miles was really looking forward to this and it appears that the trailer for last year looked a little bit better. Uh, I don't know too much about it, to be honest with you. Um, I kind of stopped paying attention. It was one of those games where I was like, okay, cool, and then didn't really pay attention. What have I put down for it? Um, I didn't see enough and it kind of has like that kind of merge of Nier and Final Fantasy. I looked very like a kind of protege of that. Mm. Yeah. Mm, yeah, not feeling mm. it. Not not catching me. Uh, Miles Cat said you were looking forward to it. What did you make of the trailer? I really like um, most of Platinum Games' stuff. I tend to play a lot of their games, and I think they do make very well-crafted, very well-developed, um, very in-depth um, combat systems as well. But this one just looked very, like, I don't want to say generic, but it just looked like if you'd have showed me that trailer and just off the cuff and I wouldn't have had the title or known who the developer was, I, would ne- I wouldn't have really guessed it was Platinum Games that had made it. Um, and I just think compared to some of the previous stuff that I've played, it just, I don't know, it just seemed a bit odd to me. Um, so yeah, I was a little bit not turned off by it. I'm still willing to, to kind of see what comes of it, but I think my expectation for it is a little bit lower based on that trade. I just thought it was very mm. meh, if that makes sense. Oh, that sucks. There's always Humble 22, you know? <laughs> oh, oh, come on now! Yes, come on now! Bring it on! The poor game is getting passed around like a handball. <laughs> Those developers are going to be like, "Oh my god, we have to make the handball twenty-two for finger guns." They better. <laughs> Please I want to play it. I need it in my life. No, you don't. Uh, do. Then we had a nose at uh, Life is Strange. It's getting a remastered collection coming on September thirtieth. Uh, looks very shiny, actually. Um, I really enjoy Life is Strange. I know a lot of people on the pod did. So, uh, yeah, that's almost uh, probably a guarantee for everyone, I'd imagine. Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait yeah. to get it. Um, I think it's probably... I don't tend to pre-order games, but this is one I'm going to pre-order um, 
just I think I'd pay pay the asking price just for the remastered collection, just so I can go through it all again and suffer with emotion and pain, because uh, <laughs> that's what those games do to you. But I love it. Indeed, Cat, uh, you're on board as well. Oh yes, I am. I definitely am. I, yeah, polished looks really nice. Um, yeah, I'm really excited for the uh, True Colors um, next kind of chapter. Um, I feel like the choice paralysis is going to be difficult this time. I reckon it sounds like they've really upped the ante on that. And uh, yeah, I like that. It sounds yeah, great, great concept. I hope that they kind of have a lot of nods to the previous. I doubt they will because they didn't in Before the Storm, but. Yeah, looks awesome. Like Miles said, I'll definitely be pre-ordering this. I mean, unless we can get a code. Oh, who knows? But <laughs> <laughs> otherwise, um, yeah, pre pre-order day one. It's gonna be it's gonna maybe some annual leave just to play it. Cause yeah. yeah. <laughs> My god, you really are just giving up on your job now, aren't you? You've got Final Fantasy, yeah, you've got yeah. Life is Strange to play. Yeah, I have it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, god. Um, yeah. And I'm angry at the world, you know, to, no Tomb Raider. No, too rare. So, <laughs> life is strange yeah. is going to be the going to be the filler for, for me waiting for Tomb Raider on the twenty fifth year. Let's down there. Thanks, Garnix. Thank you. Think, now uh, I have to wait five years for the thirtieth anniversary for you to do something there. So. I think Tomb Raider's on ice for now, while Crystal Dynamics try and fix Avengers. Yes. Well, they should just sack that off and put that on ice instead, <laughs> <laughs> because it's shit. But <laughs> oh well. Anyway, that's my rant. But goodbye. Yeah, I don't disagree. Uh, Toby, Life is Strange, True Colours, is it, is it uh, doing uh, anything for you? Um, I've not got a lot to add to this. I am in the position Kat was in before, where I haven't actually played a Life is Strange, but I think yeah. they look great, and I really want to play you them. What? Oh my God. Yes. You what? Totally I didn't do this to you when, it was talk- when we were talking about Final Fantasy. Starting you know what? If you scene, would have, I'd have accepted it. I'd have accepted the punch in the face, because a lot of people do to me. They're like, what do you mean? You haven't played, played any Final Fantasy, what the fuck? You can't, yeah. have, you can't have suffered any trauma in your life if you haven't played Life is Strange, man. God. Yeah. And if you haven't, you will now, okay? See, I totally think it's this is a good time to jump on board. They look like great games. Yeah, um, And I'm very into my narrative games. So, yeah, it's a strange omission. I give you that. Nice pun there as well. I like that. Hey. Nice. Yeah. Uh, True Colors was great. I'm, uh, yeah, I mean, it's £60, so ooh, I don't know. I might wait for a sale because I'm not buzzing about it, but yeah, it was fun. I remember I enjoyed the the awesome adventures of Captain something as well. Captain Spirit. That's the one. Yeah, that was fun. So yeah, I think it'll look good. Um, and then we got our first look at Final Fantasy Origins. This is what we were discussing earlier, called Stranger of Paradise. Final Fantasy Origins, a demo coming soon to PS5. I don't think I've hated a trailer more in my entire life, Toby. <laughs> It's so strange, isn't it, to watch something and just to just immediately have like that visceral feeling of, oh God, I hate those guys. I hate yeah. those characters. <laughs> like you, you wrote Brosef. That's absolutely it. Angry, sort of modern blokes in a medieval world, just like going, bro, bro, die, you fucker, die. all this kind of shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? What the fuck have they made there? I, I'm, I'm really, yeah. It's a you know strange... what that is, Tobes? It's the it's the origins of your precious Final Fantasy. It's not. It's not the origins of any Final Fantasy I'm aware of. No Final Fantasy is like modern day heroes going into um, that kind of world. You know, I want to kill chaos, and then punching a little bat in the face and saying, "You will <laughs> turn to dust." This poor little bat. I was just like, "Dude, go back to your <laughs> fucking home." Yeah, it was not. It was not good. Um, it looked. 
it looked unfinished, and I'm, I'm sure it is unfinished. Um, it looked stilted, the dialogue was stilted, and just, yeah, angry modern um, tough guys shouting, die already, to little animals. It's just ridiculous. Um, I hope there is a demo, because I really want to try it and, like, properly write it off. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if I can try that demo and just go, yep, that is an absolute no. Yep. Um, Cap, what I was thinking when I was watching this was, that dude needs some serious therapy. <laughs> That's fair. It does sound it. it. You know, he's talking about chaos. He's screaming chaos. He's saying that he's chaos. The world is chaos. It's either that or he just has had a traumatic experience and it's been chaotic. Yeah. 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 I mean, the script writing there. <laughs> oh, it was, it was so painful. It was so painful. He needs a sunny delight and a coloring book. That's what that guy needs. Yeah, we're, we're just, you know, other words to describe situations that are bad. Yeah. <laughs> like when you're going to swear colouring books, it's just that. But instead, you know, you know, disastrous or, you know, <laughs> a mm. shitstorm, you know. Yes. Oh, this is this is quite the kerfuffle that we appear to be in. <laughs> Imagine uh, if you're going up against a boss called kerfuffle instead kerfuffle. of chaos. <laughs> I'm here to kill mean. kerfuffle. Uh, Miles, what did you make of uh, Final Fantasy Origins? Yeah, kind of the same. I'd be very interested in a mod that they'll make if they changed uh, the chaos to kerfuffle every time it was said in the game. I think that'd be quite <laughs> fun. Um, yeah, I think like the others, the dialogue was just, it just sounded like it was written by like a teenage intern who just had far too much angst and kind of death metal going on in their iPod as they were writing it. I mean, yeah, it was just, it was not good. And it was not appealing in any singular way. I think, um, you know, when you think Final Fantasy, a lot of them are kind of story driven. And while some characters can be like, typecast as like the annoying one or the emotional one or the angry one or whatever you know they've always got some sort of depth to them whereas this just felt like oh uh, they're just an annoying band of dickheads and i don't particularly like any of them anyway um the combat system uh, i guess I'm, I'm open-minded about it i like souls games and i like the kind of third person action combat um of the newer final fantasies as well so i'm interested to see what comes out of that but yeah at the moment it's a very hard kind of Oh, this could this could go very wrong very very quickly for this game. I think. Did it look Souls to you? I mean, slightly. Obviously, the camera system is very similar. I think some of the combat's designed to look like Souls, but see, like... it looked much more like sort of God of War mm. or Devil May Cry. Yeah, that's fair. Me. Actually, yeah, it did look quite DMC, but then a lot of them can kind of overlap a little bit, but. Yeah, I think they're trying to emulate the kind of genres and I'm not sure. It, yeah, I guess that's a fair point of like, maybe it's not going to have much of its own identity. It might be kind of mismatched between the different genres, I guess. I suppose it also looks a lot like Ninja Gaiden, which mm. is what Team Ninja are you know, well known for as well. So it makes sense. The only link to FF1, as far as I can see, the only link to Final Fantasy was the boss, the, uh, the guy with the big horns. That's Garland. He's the boss of Final Fantasy 1. Oh, okay. So, so that is, is the, the link. Story yeah, that is, that is the link that I can see. Otherwise, see? nothing. There you go. There is a link in Final Fantasy. So when anybody tells me, oh, you can start anywhere. Well, now you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's going to travel to the other Final Fantasy games. He's going to destroy chaos there too. <laughs> It'll be... Oh, <laughs> no, 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 I hope not. I don't want that Brosef guy to travel to any other games. I hope he leaves the one he's in. If he dies at the end. Yeah, I'll be happy if he dies at the end. Wow, rooting for the protagonist to die. That's a really good start for the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, and that was it. That was uh, the Square Enix conference. Um, we had a little bit of Forspoken. I thought we were going to get a lot more of Forspoken, but we got a little scissor reel at the end. Um, that was about it, which is odd. I guess there's, uh, it's still a long way off, but it would have been nice to see it a little bit. And yeah, that was uh, that was Square Enix. A mixed bag of stuff, absolutely. But earlier today, at around 6pm, we had the Xbox Bethesda showcase. And holy crap, did they show everyone else how it's done. What a show. Uh, Kat, what did you make of the Xbox showcase? Um, yeah, I thought, thought it was really, really good. Um, they oh, they knocked out the park saying that every game that looks badass as hell is coming to Game Pass on day one for X amount of money a month, which is a ridiculous low amount of money for Game Pass. I can't, what was it, like £10? Something silly. Um, yeah, it makes me really angry. I don't have an Xbox anymore. Um, yeah, there were some great highlights. Back for Blood. Um, oh, I'm so sad that 12, 12 minutes is Xbox exclusive. There was some there where it was just such a punch in the crotch about <laughs> being an Xbox exclusive. Um, yeah, thought it was great. Yeah, really interesting. There's some definitely some highlights. Even the indie games. There's one particular indie game where I thought, oh, that dog's going to die. I can't, oh, Somerville. It was Somerville. That's an exclusive. Uh, not an indie game, uh, but it's an exclusive. Um, and yeah, yeah, looks great. Looks cool. Yeah. Knocked out of the park. Absolutely. Uh, Miles? Yeah, I agree. I think it was a very, very good conference. And I think uh, on the back of Microsoft's previous showings, it's a much better kind of salvo of all the different games that they've got coming up and there are a lot of games that obviously they're working on that they didn't even you know mention or announce or even really kind of talk about in much detail so you think of how much they've got holding back as well there's a lot in the background I think I was expecting them to really go all out and I think they did kind of as I mentioned there, kind of hold some of their stuff back you know you think you've got games like kind of Hellblade 2 wasn't even mentioned and you know I just kind of expected a bit more out of the kind of the Bethesda side of things, whether it be kind of Dishonored or Prey. I know Arcane's obviously working um, on that new one that, that we'll talk about. But yeah, I, was, I guess I was expecting them to really come out and, you know, show the the meat of what they've got with that kind of partnership now. But um, I think overall, there were loads of indie games that I was really interested in. And they've definitely shown that they've got a really big lineup coming. Um, and I think given that Sony's not here this year, um, I think they're going to be taking advantage of that, really. Yeah, I think they did as well. And I think Phil dropped some... Uh, Phil Spencer was like, yeah, we know what you want. Here's a bunch of games. We love E3. We love being at E3. And it's like all these little very subtle digs to PlayStation. Yeah, they're not there now. kind of tapping into that because I think it was like kind of 2014. That's kind of what Sony did to, to Microsoft when they were going off on their own direction and you know, gamers weren't really kind of pleased with it. And I think this time around, Sony's kind of doing its own thing and Microsoft's kind of going, well, we're still here. You know, we know what you want and we're going to give it to you. And you've got Game Pass, which is by far and away the best deal you could ever have in gaming ever. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Toby? Uh, yeah, this was um, this was strong, wasn't it? This was really, really showing how one of these shows can be done if you want to do it properly. And you want to show, yeah. you know, little bits of little tidbits of things that are still far away. Lots of stuff you can look at right now. Not too much of that side of, you know, what's available right now or, or you know, going over and over and over like Ubisoft did um, the stuff that's already out. And then having, you know, dotted throughout that hour and a bit were a whole load of really good indies, a whole bunch of nice new stuff, at least eight or nine brand new things I'd never seen before. 
um, and probably a dozen of them really good and really worth, you know, really worth playing no matter what your opinion is of any particular genre. Um, and probably more if you like everything, you know? So I think it was, it was strong. Um, and yeah, like Miles says, they, they still held plenty of stuff back and you're like, well, if you can make it that strong without even bringing out some of your big guns, that's quite, that's quite good. That's pretty good showing, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right then, let's go from the top. We had a first look at Starfield, which is coming out on 11th of November, 2022. And they did confirm it is indeed an Xbox exclusive, like it wasn't going to be at all before. Um, the trailer did leak about half an hour before the show, but, you know, it was at the top, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, let's see. Well, where shall I go first? Yeah. What did you make of Starfield? The very little that we saw of it. I was going to say, I just put a big question mark next to it, because I think that when you show that little, it's hard to be hyped about an, an exclusive like that. Um, unless, you know, it's already part of a franchise that you absolutely already love. Um, I think it's, you know, what from what they described it as, it sounds like a great concept, you know, future-based, open world and space, you know, different planets, et cetera, et cetera. But there just, there just wasn't enough. There just wasn't enough. But, yeah. So, big question mark. Looks, you know, sounds like it's got a great premise so far, but it could end up being a complete bomb. So, yeah. I'm not much to say on that, my friend. Fair enough. Uh, Toby? It's crazy to think that Bethesda haven't created a new IP in all that time. Is that is that really true? I, I mean, I thought Prey was newer than 25 years. Yeah, but it was, it was I guess, Arcane Grey. Owned, owned something, owned somewhere else. Um, so Starfield, you saw no gameplay. I, want, I still need to see gameplay. I don't really know enough about what it is. I'm hoping it's a sort of Bethesda Mass Effect. Um, and if it's a Bethesda Mass Effect, I'm probably on board. But it just yeah, we need to see more. Um, I'm encouraged that they've put a release date that's actually quite far away. That's that's good. That's encouraging. They've still got a year and a half to, to you know, shower us with gameplay videos and and you know make it look amazing. Yeah, so, yeah. Quietly yeah. happy with the what what it could potentially be. Yeah, it will no doubt be the center point of their E3 next year. I'd imagine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Miles, what did you make of the Starfield footage? Yeah, pretty much the same. Thought it was a nice trailer, um, nice graphics and stuff, but can't really glean anything from it of what the actual game's going to look like. I think uh, Bethesda could do with a, a real win. So like Toby said, I think it's good that they're taking their time with it to really, you know, hone it down. And hopefully over the next kind of year and a bit, we'll see kind of what it actually looks like. But yeah, there's not really much to report on it. It just kind of looked nice, but don't really know enough about it to make any kind of decisions. So I was kind of like, that's cool. Nice to know it still exists. We'll see what happens with it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's currently the top trending thing in the UK um, is Starfield, and nobody knows anything about it. So I guess it's uh, I guess it's doing its job. Uh, that trailer did anyway. That's hype, man. Yeah, indeed. Xbox fans are very happy. Right then, we had a look at Stalker Two after that, uh, which is coming first to Xbox and PC on the twenty eighth of April next year, going straight to Game Pass, as is Starfield. I should mention. Um, I didn't play Stalker. Did anyone play Stalker? No one's unmuting, so I'm assuming <laughs> no, they did not. Never played Stalker, but it reminded me a lot of Metro. And um, yeah, I thought that as well. Yeah, I played played all three Metro games. Um, thoroughly enjoyed all of them. Would happily play more of that kind of style of game. And actually, from what they showed of the gameplay, I was very very interested in it. And I think it's one of the one of the many things they showed off today that was kind of encouraging me towards getting an Xbox and getting Game Pass. Mm. You haven't got Game Pass yet. Honestly, I, who are you? I'm just, you know, wasting my own money not having it. 
<laughs> is it just half the podcast has got a Game Pass at the moment? Me and um, I think Sean's got it as well. No, I mean half this this particular cast. Oh yeah. 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 Ooh. And Mars haven't got Xboxes. Because we suck as, yep. you know. That, that, I mean, that's, what, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah we suck. We suck hard. <laughs> <You> suck. Uh, <laughs> Might need to rectify that soon. <laughs> yes, definitely. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about Stalker, so I, I don't really have a lot to add. But um, hey, if you're a fan of Russian, it sounds like a lot of fun. Cool. Okay, no one's got anything to say about Stalker, so we'll move on. Uh, Back for Blood is coming to Game Pass day one. Um, that was rumoured a little bit, but it has now been confirmed. Uh, Tobes, that's a big win for Xbox, isn't it? It is. I'm sure that is going to be an incredibly popular game. Whether it's my kind of game or not, I, it, it kind of isn't. But absolutely looks great fun. Um, if if shooting millions of zombies is your kind of thing, looks good. Yeah. Definitely looks good. And it, the fact that they can do it day one, along with you know probably a good dozen of the games we're going to go through, um, is pretty impressive. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Kat, you said you're not much of a shooter, but you, you said you were kind of on board for Back for Blood. Yeah, I like it. I don't know why. It's not very often that a shooter will catch my eye. I played the Mass Effects, love them. Um, but yeah, really, I really like the look of it. Um, it's the fact that you can play with friends and they've added that kind of asymmetrical element to it as well. They've added that little mode where you can you know, be your side. Obviously, I'm, I'm here repping behaviours that by daylight every, every day of my life, apparently. Um, I play all the time <laughs> to a sickening um, amount. Um, and I really like that. It, it's so fun to do that um, with friends. And I think it, it just looks, yeah, I think I'd give it a go or I'd definitely check it out, um, you know, before before I really committed. But it's caught my eye. And it is very rare that that happens for shooters. So I'm intrigued. I've got an eyebrow raised <laughs> mm. you know the way to check it out before you commit is get on game pass yeah but then i'd have to commit to buying an xbox and then game pass <laughs> <laughs> that's all you gotta do and you can have all what these things for, free for the rest of your life you could have game pass without an xbox oh. do it on your mobile what that's a thing no is that a it's, thing is game pass on ios yet I don't think well, how, how do you? I can play it on my. Um, you have to cut this out if I'm wrong. Did I was was I doing it because I was doing it through my Xbox? You might be doing remote play. Yeah, but yeah, I've got I've got Xbox Game Pass on my phone, but I believe it's Android only at the moment. Uh, okay, Android only then. I've mm. got Android as well. Sorry, oh, I, I don't know if Miss Cat's <laughs> got an iPhone or not. That's the... I do have an iPhone. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> that's the information again. I didn't How have. Much I suck. <laughs> Right, buy a new phone as well. There you go. <laughs> buy a new phone, buy a new console, buy Game Pass. Game Pass yeah. is like a brilliant demo service. So even if you don't have the console, you can still look at these games and play yeah. them. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's Apple's fault. Apple don't want uh, a competitor to Apple Arcade on their app store. So that's why you haven't got Game Pass. I know, and they need to get better games though, don't they, really? Uh, yeah, no, Game Pass is just mwah, chef's kiss. And it is such a punch in the face to Sony as well, because, you know, yes, Sony have, you know, quite arguably, probably the better exclusives. You know, you've got Horizon, you've got Ratchet, blah, blah, blah. Um, and so it kind of is such a such a rub in the face to be like, look how many awesome games we have from day one on Game Pass. And, you know, you don't have to pay 70 quid just to play it. That's incredible. To Contraband, uh, which is from Avalanche Studios, the guys that, of course, make uh, Just Cause, they're doing another Xbox exclusive day one to Game Pass, a co-op open world. There's very little. It's just a CG trailer announcing it. I'm assuming it's a few years away. But, um, yeah, 
I've never really been a huge fan of Just Cause. I've, I love Just Cause 3, but Just Cause 4 didn't do anything for me because it was essentially the exact same game. But Was oh, it Just yeah. Cause it was the same game? Ah, <laughs> Toby! 10 points, Toby. So, yeah, you know, I, I get a feeling I know what this is going to be, but we'll see. Um, anyone fancy a bit of contraband? Yeah. Oh, sorry, Toby. No, I mean, yeah, but we don't know what it is much apart from a co-op open world game. It had sort of, you know, a bit of uncharted Indiana Jonesiness to that to that trailer, maybe. But I could be reading things into a, you know, a, a very average house with some photos up. You know, it, it could have been anything really. Yeah, yeah. There's not a lot to really go into there. Uh, but we did get a look at a new content coming to Sea of Thieves. Pirates of the Caribbean's coming to Sea of Thieves on June 22nd, um, including Jack Sparrow and Davy Jones and Barbosa. Um, it was a fun trailer, and it kind of got me hyped to go back into Sea of Thieves because it's one of those games where I've played it and I can't get into it because I don't have enough people on Xbox to kind of man a ship with me, and I hate playing with people that I don't know. So maybe I'm not the person for Sea of Thieves, but I don't know. A bit of Pirates of the Caribbean might be uh, might be fun. Uh, Tobes, have you ever played Sea of Thieves? Nope. Okay, well, let's move on then. <laughs> See, I can't get anyone to play it with me. It's so really annoying. I don't want to play it with you. No. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, this looked fun, and um, I'm sure it'll be a laugh. I'm not a big fan of from having Jack Sparrow in it, to be perfectly honest. I'm, I'm so, so over Johnny Depp. In any wow, why? sorry, that was really camp. I'm so over Johnny Depp. Guys. I'm so I'm over so Johnny Depp. Over Johnny <laughs> <laughs> I'm cancelling him right here. But it's free. It's free. That's good. Yes, we had a look at Yakuza Like a Dragon, which is coming to Game Pass right now. It's available today. Go play it after you listen to this, obviously. Um, and then a trailer, a gameplay trailer for Battlefield 2042, um, coming out on October 22nd. Looks utterly batshit insane. Um, did anything uh, get you excited for Battlefield 2042, uh, Miles? I think they're um, they're bringing back all the Levolution ideas. I think they dubbed it. Um, was it back on Battlefield 4? Um, and that whole kind of sandstorm that they show kind of sweeping over the map was awesome. And I was really kind of marveling at like the level of verticality they have with the kind of skyscrapers and then jumping off, going down to the battlefield. You know, it looks like it's going to be pure chaos. And I think they're they're making this one purely multiplayer, aren't they? So they're really it sounds like DICE have really gone back to basics of let's just make the multiplayer a really phenomenal experience again. I, I, I don't know. There's a part of me that thinks kind of £70 for a game which is multiplayer only is still not the wisest idea and it kind of does put me off a little bit. But from that trailer, it looks like it could be a lot of fun and it could be a lot of chaotic shooter, you know. Oh God, career. chaos. So much chaos. Yeah, oh, all so the chaos. chaos. <laughs> got to destroy it. <laughs> um, but yeah, it looks really good. I think if you've got a squad of players um, or people rather or friends, you know, who want to kind of jump in and, you know, just have a really good time, it looks like it's really going to do that for people, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tobes, does that get you excited about how it feels? I think I know the answer to this. But... I think the game looks amazing, but it's just not my kind of game. Yeah. It looks incredible. Those battlefields look insane and chaos is the right word. Um, the fact that you can go from plane to wingsuit to shooting on the ground to a tank to a buggy within you know just a matter of a few a few minutes is, is just insane um so i'm sure there'll be a lot of fun to play but yeah without a campaign without a story i'm just not interested it won't be 70 pounds for me um if it went to game pass i'd give it a go for sure yeah i had a feeling they were going to announce that yeah was it one of the only ones that didn't have that yeah it was that and far cry i think yeah the only the only two that didn't 
Um, yeah, it's wild. Uh, and then we got a look at 12 Minutes finally has a release date. Uh, day one on Game Pass on the 19th of August. Um, of course, this top-down, very bizarre game that uh, stars Deja Ridley and James McAvoy and Willem Dafoe as well. It sounds and looks amazing, and I cannot wait to play it. I was kind of hoping there was rumours that it was going to be dropped today um, during the conference, but that didn't happen. But that's okay. I'll wait patiently for this one. Also, I think this is a timed exclusive. Yes, it is, yeah. an exclusive exclusive. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah, that's good to mention. Um, anyone else excited for 12 minutes? Yeah, absolutely. Ah. It's um, one, of the, one of the highlights, I think, for me is it just looks so... Yeah, interesting and kind of creative, and I'm really looking forward to giving it a go when it comes out, whether I have to get an Xbox to play it or whether I can wait out the timed exclusivity. Um, but it was genuinely one of those kind of uh, titles that you kind of look at and you think, that looks really cool, and I really want to see what that's about. Kat, mm. did you say yes? I did. Because I think it cut off the Y, and you just said ass. <laughs> I can also say if you like. You or can or add just it to a my... hard pass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wasn't quite it sure. Was I had to think about it. it was okay. a yes. It was not ass. Um, <laughs> I hope it's not ass. Um, I do slightly sometimes worry about a game that is um, star-studded with voice actors that are um, movie actors' voices. I wonder if that's a compensation sometimes. Um, I hope it's not because it, it sounds really great. I remember hearing about it last year um, and I was like, oh, that sounds really good. And obviously just playing Overball as well, it's, it's probably quite similar, um, but probably with a lot more kind of depth and darkness to it. Um, yeah, I'll definitely be waiting out the time exclusivity and giving it a pop. Oh, it's... just get an Xbox, guys. Jeez. I know. Just go that, get an Xbox. I think that should be the title of this podcast. Cat Miles needs to get an Xbox <laughs> and shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> once you get an Xbox, you won't have to pay for these games. You can just play them. That's true. That's you know true. what I mean? 50% yeah. of Finger Guns podcast getting ripped off by not having Game Pass. Yeah, here yeah. we are. If you want to pay for your games, that's fine, guys, I guess. Jeez. Psychonauts 2 was next, uh, coming out August 25th. Again, day one on Game Pass. Uh, Mr. Sean Davies is very, very excited for this one. But um, any of you guys? Yeah, this looked awesome. Um, remind me again, is it an exclusive? Oh, because I, uh, I put yeah, well, Shane yeah. if it's an exclusive. M Microsoft um, owned Double Fine now, so yeah, it's an exclusive. <sighs> Um, because it does look really cool. It it definitely gave me kind of those ratchet type feels. Um, it looks like it's got a really and it reminded me a little bit of it takes two, like the kind of different types of I guess they're doing it based on the brain and mm. yeah, it looked awesome. So now you know again, we're gonna have to get an Xbox. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was one of the highlights for me. I, I put it down. Uh, back for blood 12 minutes and psychonauts that, those were my highlights it, it does look really cool so i'm going to be very jealous cool. i wonder how many times you're going to say that throughout this podcast probably quite a lot yeah uh toby you didn't unmute you're not uh you're not feeling psychonauts oh sorry i i, I just felt like someone else could probably say it better um okay. i never i never played psychonauts one but psychonauts two looks really interesting i mean that's a very cool concept um it's sort of you know he, he sort of goes into people's dreams and stuff doesn't he and then plays out the levels in there and it looks really cool really interesting um and i quite like the art style yeah cool it's a, i'm glad it's on game pass because I, I i'd be just a little worried that it might be a you know a, a type of gameplay i don't like but mm. i can try it out and then see if it's good indeed uh miles you looking uh, psychonauts too looking forward to yeah 
Mm. I thought it looked uh, really creative. I know the first one's got quite like a cult following, hasn't it? Um, yes. And it's it was very, very popular for what it was. Um, but it's just, it's not one that particularly catches my eye. I thought the trailer was nice. I thought it's got some cool ideas, but it's just not a game I think I would play. Um, so yeah, it wasn't really for me, that one. Okay, cool. Um, then we had the big uh, Bethesda segment. Uh, Doom Eternal is getting optimized for Series S and Series X at the end of the month. Uh, Fallout 76, it just carries on. Steel Rain is coming July the 7th, and the expeditions The Pit is coming in 2022, uh, both free, of course, uh, because it was such a disaster at launch. And uh, we had a look at the Elder Scrolls Online Blackwood. Um, I would talk to Sean about that if he was here, but he's not here, so never mind. Um, and then we got a look at Party Animals, which, is, again, is day one to Game Pass. I thought this was Gang Beasts. I thought this was Gang Beasts DLC, but apparently it's not. Apparently it's just a brand new game that looks exactly like Gang Beasts. Um, anyone else see that, or is it just me? That seems like you. Apparently it was just me. <laughs> just you. No, no, it, it, just me. it definitely looks like Gang Beasts. I'm, I'm with you on that. It's just um, I haven't played Gang Beasts at any real level to, to yeah, comment. Yeah, me neither. That's um, why that, I that's the trouble. Oh, okay. I can't even say I know what Gang Beasts is, to be honest. So, yeah. <laughs> Oh my! It's a lot of fun. <laughs> it just looks exactly like Gang Beasts. Like I, I can't believe they're getting away with it, to be honest. Um, and then we got the announcement that Hades is coming to Xbox Game Pass and PlayStation on August the thirteenth. Finally, it's coming to other consoles, so I can finally get a hold of it and look forward to it. Toby's excited about this. I can tell. Yeah, yeah. This one, um, I unmuted for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, Hades has been on my radar since last year when it got all the awards that it could possibly get. Um, I've been umming and ahhing over buying it on Switch, and as Kat has said numerous times, Switch games never go down in price, and it looks really and it's really annoying, so it never <laughs> actually gets cheaper. Although it was on a sale at one point, and I very nearly did it. Um, and I don't really want to play it on PC, so it's great that it's coming to Game Pass and um, and also PlayStation. I'll get it on one of them for sure. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it looks fantastic. Of course, it's been game of the year for a lot of people so yeah looking forward to that yeah um and then we had a look at jump ships somerville um day one game pass in 2022 uh cat what did you make of somerville yeah that looks that caught my eye as well that looked really cool uh but it's an exclusive on game pass that i don't have <laughs> but, <laughs> but i Yet. still like to enjoy these things and so it did it did look really cool the beginning kind of reminded me of the very start of the last of us you know like before saradise um that kind of gave me those vibes and yeah it looks like it's got a cool story it looks like uh yeah dog's probably gonna die and that's probably gonna be really sad because oh. we all know that in games and films where there's a dog it probably dies and that's gonna make me really sad but i hope it doesn't because just because you know that would be sad mm. uh but it does look cool look great i did i really like the art style i really like the kind of puzzly look element to it um yeah would buy if uh, <laughs> Xbox would play if I had an Xbox, but I don't. So I'm going to have to vicariously through you and Toby. Okay, <laughs> it's interesting doing an Xbox podcast with two people that don't have an Xbox. Yeah, I didn't think I was just thinking that. that. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're at fifty percent, it's like I can't play this one. Yeah, yeah. I can't play this one uh, or this one. <laughs> Looks great, but I can't play it. You can gauge the strength of the conference though by the fact that we're actually willing or like very Absolutely. much considering to invest now. Like mm. before this, I wouldn't have really considered microsoft's console like worth kind of adding alongside a ps5 whereas now it is very much starting to get to the point where it's like it's almost getting embarrassing having to say oh i'd like to play this but i don't have it and <laughs> it's happening so often i'm a bit like maybe i just need to do it now does that include somerville who you did that get you excited as well 
Uh, it's not again, not really one for me. Um, the gameplay style kind of reminded me of Limbo, which I'd never got on with um, way back huh. when. Um, but yeah, it's just that kind of. I think that kind of gameplay just doesn't really work for me, unfortunately. So um, yeah, wasn't wasn't one on my radar, but yeah. Okay. Then we had a look at Halo Infinite. Oh, this was my big moment. I was very oh. very excited about this. Oh. Um, the multiplayer is free to play at the end of this year. And the campaign uh, will go, of course, day one to Game Pass. Cortana is missing. It looks terribly sad. I'm very, very excited for this. Um, who else? Well, I mean, we got the footage last year of Halo and it looked a bit rough, but this looked much better, I think. This. Yeah, definitely a, a whole heap better. I'm glad they spent that whole week, a uh, week, a whole year rather, um, Fixing things, making a it a bit shiny. A whole week, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a whole they year are making big time. That is terrible crunch, isn't it? I mean, they should be in trouble for something that bad. Um, no, the the uh, the point is that it, it looks shinier. It looks much more fluid. There isn't horrible Craig faces in 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 shot. Although I did notice, we never actually saw a Craig or any of his race uh, in in the uh, in the shots yeah. at all, um, which is uh, probably a good idea, really. Um, but yeah, the, the, there was a montage around the sort of around the end of the um, Halo Infinite, you know, trailer work uh, stuff. But that montage was really cool, really just you know, it, the epitome of everything that I quite like about um, Halo gameplay. Multiplayer is is a lot of fun. There's you know sticky bombs. I saw I saw someone get a sticky grenade stuck to their leg, and I was like, yes, that is this, yep. that doesn't happen in enough games. <laughs> I like that. Um, and yeah, just just really fun. Just look, look really, really fun. A friend of mine once got arrested when we were playing Halo and he got a sticky grenade to the leg. It's a got fun arrested. story. I'll, oh, I'll tell you about it one day. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's Halo. It uh, doesn't have a firm date, but they have said 2021. So we'll see. Fingers crossed. It's weird that Starfield got a date and Halo didn't. That is me. Yeah, no, that's weird. I yeah, wonder if they're, if they're again kind of waiting to see what the response will be before they commit to anything. They wanted to see if people were like back <laughs> on board again. But, uh, yeah, if everyone looked at it and went, no, that's still shit, they could just push it out to 2022. <laughs> Your game still looks like shit. <laughs> Fix it again. <laughs> oh, no, we've got a crunch for another week. Oh, God. God, if games could come out in a matter of like three or four weeks, I'd be very happy. Yeah. Every time they announced, it's coming out in a month. I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> what a perfect world. Uh, and then we had a look at Diablo 2 Resurrected, um, the much-anticipated Diablo 2 remaster that has been asked for by a lot of people. Not me, particularly. Not, I don't think anyone on this podcast, but... <clears throat> excuse me. It's coming on the 23rd of September. Um, Diablo 2, get anyone excited? Yes. I've played a hell of a lot of Diablo 3. And you I've fucking played... nerd. Fucking I know. Nerd. Never... We are nerd games. <laughs> you nerd. Um, don't have Game Pass, though. Um but yeah, I, think, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I never played the original Diablos. Um, and after playing a lot of Diablo 3, I've been really interested in going back. But again, a bit like the early Final Fantasies, just never really done it really or been willing to kind of commit to it. So I think the kind of remaster, you know, it's been looks like it's got a real hefty update to it and it looks like it's going to play really nicely. Um, so it's one I'm definitely going to be looking at picking up. Nice. Cat, uh, did you Diablo 2 do anything for you? Um, I actually haven't played the Diablo games, but they remind me a lot of um, Baldur's Gate. So, yes, sure. I would like to uh, jump into this, especially if you can co-op with friends and do the story with them. And that was always something that was really great about uh, the Baldur's Gate 
kind of franchises that you could do the whole story, you know, on your own, or you could do it with a pal. And I love yeah. that. Stuff. And it doesn't change the story either. You know, I hate when you kind of go into a multiplayer game and they specifically, you know, completely off off ride the story because you're with a friend, you know. Um, so just like, you know, the Lego games, really. <laughs> like, it doesn't change the story. And I like that about that. But that does look really cool. It looks really polished. So, yeah, I'm give it a bash. Cool. See, once you and Mars get Xboxes, you can play it together. Oh, there you go. There See? You go, see? I know. <laughs> there we go. Eight-player co-op. You can come and you can teach me how to play Diablo because I have no idea. Oh, that's great, honestly. Once you kind of get to grips with it and you start to, like, try all the different loadouts and builds, it's, it's insane. It's awesome. Okay, cool. Um, and then we got a look at a Plague Tale Requiem. Oh, I mean, day one Game Pass in 2022. My goodness me, Toby, it happened. You manifested it. I guessed an E3 reveal. You correctly. did. Well done. This is the first time probably ever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Plague Tale Requiem. I'm so psyched. That is literally my highlight now. Um, that and Elden Ring are the highlight of the whole week now. I was going to um, say higher than Elden Ring. It's possibly higher than Elden Ring. Yeah. Yeah. It's suck such it, George a good R. looking. R. It's such a good looking game. So let's just quickly break down that trailer for two seconds. It's um, a sea of rats coming at you down a street, basically, and then lots of shots of other stuff. But that won't make a lot. Of, <laughs> but they won't make a lot of sense unless you've seen the first one or you know a little bit about the characters. And I've forgotten half of that stuff. So um, it looked very, very epic. The sea of rats was incredible, like a tidal wave of rats. And if you remember in the first game, you got to control those rats as well. That you had to shine light on them to move them, and then eventually you got to control them yourself. Um, and just the idea we were discussing on the stack, weren't we? Just the idea of being able to control like a tidal wave of them and just throw them at, the, you know, at the people that might be um, the antagonists in this. Um, just sounds uh, sounds so much fun. The graphics were insane. So mm -hmm. this and one that we'll talk about in a minute, like a, the car game in a minute. The um, the level of graphics. It said it was in engine. It looked like photo quality, just real. It looked amazing absolutely amazing um there was a beach scene and the streets and the characters they just all looked like they were straight out of a photo in in a lot of cases um and yeah i just i can't believe how good that looks from such a like such a small studio and it's just amazing amazing i mean the first it's so one... narrative it's so narrative based as well which i love yeah the first one looks pretty amazing as well didn't it considering it was the first one was such because because it was an indie game i was just like what and those graphics have come from just a small indie studio. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and the fact that they've they've almost beaten everything else at this reveal for graphical quality. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, that's a Plato Requiem coming to Xbox Series X and S, PS5, and Nintendo Switch. It's coming to Switch in the uh, cloud. Yeah. <laughs> in the cloud. Yeah. I was going to say it's going to gonna have to be. And, uh, uh, those graphics are not possible on the Switch right now. Yeah, I'm glad about that. I'm glad it's coming to uh, multi-platform. I did, I did wonder. I wasn't sure if it was or not. But yeah, day one on Game Pass. Uh, Miles, are you excited for Playtale Two? Yeah, very much am. Um, I also played Playtale One. Really, really enjoyed it. And uh, I think, like Toby said, at the moment, it's kind of just rats the game, the sequel, which I'm down for because, like you said, controlling just a tidal wave of rats and send them swarming over your enemies, you just can't go wrong, really. Um, <laughs> But the first game did have like a genuinely really interesting, really good story. Um, and although the kid kind of annoyed me a lot in the first one, so I'm not looking forward to him being an annoying little prick again. But equally, the game itself was really good to play. 
um, and I'm really excited to see what they come up with for the sequel and how they kind of amp it up from there other than just the swarms of rats it's how they're going to build on some of those mechanics because some of them were a little bit basic so I'm looking forward to how they're going to build on those I think yeah it was such a phenomenal game and so more Plague Tale very very excited uh, Kat did you play the Plague Tale? Um, I didn't it's actually on my list I bought it and it's just one of those games that you know sits in your library and you think I'll do that I'll do that next week I'll do that next weekend I'll do that next weekend uh, so I'm going to bounce back to to Toby's Life is Strange <gasps> yeah no I will play it I promise and if Toby promises to play Life is Strange I promise to get on the Plague Tale okay cool deal <laughs> So, deal. so we will swap we will swap opinions after <laughs> <laughs> and the hype oh man i'm so excited for this so so excited it looked wicked to be fair and that's coming from someone who hasn't played it you know i could tell the hype i could feel the excitement so yeah glad it's actually one i can play that i do like the look of because uh yeah it'll be great yeah it's a multi-platform hooray, hooray! <laughs> thank the lord yeah, another thing that is multi-platform that isn't coming to Game Pass is Far Cry 6. And we got another look at that, um, along with the look at it at the Ubisoft thing yesterday. Far Cry 6, I mean, the the tone of the trailer yesterday, of that wasn't really a trailer, but like a, a, a scene from the game, compared to this one, you know, put them together, it just, it just makes what Far Cry is, is just very serious and very dark in places, but also absolutely, well, I'm going to say it, chaotic. And madness. Um, this is a really fun trailer. I know Mars, you're excited for Far Cry Six. I guess this uh, got your hype levels up even more. Yeah, definitely. Um, and you, you've got a really good point about the tone of it. Like I always think back to Far Cry Three with all the scenes with Vast and how like intense they were, and then it kind of threw you into that mission where it gave you a flamethrower, put on some Skrillex, and then you just burn down marijuana fields with Molotovs and a flamethrower. Yeah. Um, and it's really kind of capturing that same vibe again, like it does with all of their games, really of you know, that absolute clusterfuckiness of just shooting up everything, having a great time doing it, and then being faced with a villain who's genuinely really like enrapturing and really kind of intimidating. Um, and how they, I don't know how they managed to do it. They always managed to toe that line really effectively with like each of the games that they bring out. Um, but yeah, kind of like we said before, I think Far Cry 6 looks great. I think it's going to be really fun to play. Don't think it's going to be anything, you know, overly spectacular or kind of groundbreaking, but it's going to be very good for what it is. And I'm liking what I'm seeing. Oh yeah, it definitely won't be groundbreaking, but it'll be fun. <laughs> it'll be fun for a few hours. Can't go so, wrong with a Macarena disc gun, though, can you? Really? <laughs> no, you can't. I mean, yeah, you got to remember that when you watched the trailer yesterday, that sequence where he shot up an entire boat. That game's got a Macarena gun. You know, it's yeah. just—it's so wild. I love Far Cry. It's so great. It sounds- I was actually thinking yesterday when that trailer starts and he's kind of walking over the floorboards and they're underneath, it's very kind of similar to um, Inglorious Bastards at the start with um, when Christoph Waltz is kind of walking around the kind of farmhouse yeah. and the people are kind of underneath the floorboards. It was very reminiscent and captured that same feel that that had of that tension and that kind of, you know, not knowing what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, I think it's it's really kind of looking good. Absolutely. Uh, Toby, like you said, it, it looked awesome. It's like... <laughs> Uh, you don't yeah, say that I, very often. I think um, I, I'm a massive fan of Far Cry. I mean, I've I've liked um, even two. I didn't, didn't I didn't play one, but I liked two, uh, and then three, four, five have just been incredible. Um, and yeah, number six, I can't wait. I think I I think I like the vibe of this even more than probably five, and maybe even three. I I really enjoyed Pagan Min and that the one, um, the very elevated one in in Far Cry Four. Um, but yeah, this one looks great. That sort of Mexican vibe, the uh, Cuban 
sort of you know everything sort of South American about it. It looks great, and it's got lots of cool characters. I like the female lead. I like the vibe of everything. And like you say, just juxtaposition of it going from serious to nuts within a few seconds. It's that is Far Cry. I, I really want there to be lots of bases that I can sneak my way around and take everyone out. <laughs> it's just the way I want to play Far Cry. So yeah, I'm definitely. sure it will be in there. It looks like fun. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. Uh, canny wait. Um, and then we had a look at Slime Rancher 2, uh, which again is coming to Game Pass in 2022. Um, did anyone play Slime Rancher? I'll come off mute quickly say no, I didn't. Okay, cool. <laughs> also, no. <laughs> I actually lost you for a second there, so I'm going to assume, does anyone want to play it? And I'm also going to say no. It kind of looked a little bit like uh, Luigi's Mansion for Blobs. Like, who okay. up and you pop them in that. It's just, yeah. No. Yeah, not, yeah, no, no. Suck up those Blobs. Blobs. Yeah, there's not much, uh, not much there to get excited about, and I think, but it might be fun for an hour. It's on Game Pass, so yeah, give it a go if you want. And then we had a look at Shredders, which is coming out on uh, in December 2021. Another day one on the Game Pass is a snowboarding game, and I feel like it's been a while since there's been like a proper kind of snowboarding game. I want to, I can't remember the last one. Was it probably SSX? Tricky, maybe was that the last genuine one? Uh, this was, uh, yeah, this looks pretty cool. Cat, uh, what did you make of Shredders? Are you into snowboarding games? I actually said to myself, actually, it, it reminds me a lot of tri- Tricky SSX. Um, I think it sounds like it's going to have a sick soundtrack. It looks very atmospheric. I think if you're a big fan of snowboarding, you probably really like it. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's one for me, but I can appreciate that it probably is quite good. But yeah, probably very similar to Tricky. Mm. Um, yeah, it looks cool. Cool. Uh, Mars? Uh, it's the kind of game where I'd kind of go to a friend's house, someone who's like really obsessed with snowboarding and they'd show me it and I'd play it for like an hour or two and probably have a good time with it, but it's not the kind of game I would buy for me personally. Um, but yeah, for what it was, I thought it looked pretty good. Um, and if you're into snowboarding, you can't really go wrong. That's the beauty of Game Pass, you see. You could just try it out for an hour and then put it back down again. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking about. I didn't want to hammer the point of needing Game Pass again. I was like, oh I can't do God. it. I'll do it for you this time. Thank you. <laughs> we suck. That's the message of the podcast. If the caption for this podcast isn't Miles and Cat needs Game Pass, then I don't know what else it could be. <laughs> well, that was a really creepy laugh, wasn't it? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be that, un- <laughs> that unsettling. <laughs> Are you going to destroy chaos with that voice? Oh, God. You need to be more, more bro. More. I, I hate Why chaos. I I'm going to kill chaos. <laughs> Nailed it. Fuck me. Get me a beer. Suck my dick, chaos. <laughs> we are tired, aren't we? Oh, That's man. The one. That's the one. We have watched a Final lot Fantasy of games. Origins. Suck my dick, chaos. <laughs> Give me a beer, chaos. Put on some Sum 41, chaos. Jesus Christ. Just sounds Christ. so much like Final Fantasy to me. That's, that's what it really says. It says Final Fantasy all over it. Yeah, <laughs> God. Uh, now we had a look at Atomic Hearts, which looks amazing. Day one on Game Pass, Miles. If that doesn't get to sell you, I don't know what will. Oh, honestly, I cannot wait for this. I've been tracking this game for like, I think it's been on the radar for a few years now, hasn't it? Where they've kind of released like little bits of gameplay and they've kind of shown yeah, off it's like been around. world. And it just looks so creative. There's just so much like random weirdness, kind of creepiness to it. And it, it gives me a lot of kind of... Uh, kind of Bioshock type vibes in terms of like the way it's going to play and the things it's going to throw at you and it just looks really really good and yeah it, it there's kind of a run of games kind of coming up which are all very much like this was what was kind of seeding me towards 
you know wanting to buy an xbox because games like that just really intrigue me um yeah i think it looks dope and i'm really looking forward to giving it a go if i do invest in an xbox yeah you're going to you know you're going to just do it we all know it's gonna happen jump in phil spencer wants you to jump in just make it happen uh toby do you like the look of a tom cart yeah that's absolutely like a must play i think that looks really 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 cool um as miles said it's it's got a real sort of original feel to it and it's it's nice to see games that actually have a a bit of an original look um even if it is you know a shooter and a first person sort of shooter but yeah there's there's lots of interesting stuff going on in there it's got a bit of prey to it it's got a bit of um you know a, a few a few things that miles mentioned but yeah it's it's cool and they definitely have had um some really interesting gameplay videos for the last sort of year and a half yeah um that i've i've checked out it's been on my list uh yeah it's great uh cap what about atomic art what do you think do you know what? I am so bored of hearing myself say about Game Pass, and I'm probably sure everybody else is listening. <laughs> so I'm just going to say, yes, my my hypothetical crotch hurts from being punched in it by Game Pass. Uh, yeah, Your hypothetical right. crotch? Do you not have one? I, I do. I do. Oh. I meant like the one the Game Pass is punching. Oh, I see. Um, yeah, okay. Hypothetically. A lot um, more sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because this is just, it's painful. But like Miles was saying earlier, it's such a testament to the fact that, you know, we might sit here and say, oh, you know, we haven't got Game Pass, blah, 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 we can't play it. But, you know, big fans of Microsoft, big fans of Bethesda, and it, it's going to be one of those things that really does entice us to, to buy that. And this year really does feel like the year where it's, you know, there isn't that kind of divide is there. It's going to be actually mm. they're going to play alongside each other. And I had an Xbox. That's, I'm quite n- not newish to PlayStation. I've been playing PlayStation my whole life, but I went over to Xbox, got rid of my PS4 for whatever reason. I can't remember why. I uh, came back to PlayStation, got rid of my Xbox. And really, actually, the moral of the story is keep them both, you silly cow. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool. Looks chaotic but in a great mm. way. I mean, I get it. I mean, it's been a while since I think an Xbox has been a, an essential purchase. Do you know what I mean? I think it's been a, it's been a yeah, long definitely. time since. Because, yeah. yeah, the whole previous generation, Xbox were just floundering left, right and centre. Exactly. And, That's exactly why I went to, back to PlayStation because I was like, yeah. I miss PlayStation, you know, and yeah, I was like yearning back for PlayStation. So I had to go back and it's only kind of now that, you know, Actually, thinking, okay, right, side by side, I'm going to put them both on my shelf and just have it all. Have it all. Have it all, man. You can have it all if you want it. Yeah, Yeah, I can have it all if I want it, can't I? Yeah, you can. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Chaos. Chaos. What can you do without chaos, you know? But yeah, I mean, this has been the first time where I've gone, you know what, Xbox are finally a competitor again. And, you know, nailing. Definitely. The, the 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 Bethesda acquisition, um, we'll talk about it in a minute. But the Outer Worlds two coming exclusive—that's just, pfft, oh, you know, yeah. it's absolutely ridiculous. But uh, yeah, we'll get into it anyway. So yeah, you know, it makes sense that people don't have Xboxes right now. Um, but yeah, looking looking ahead, I don't, I can't see how you wouldn't want one to be honest. Uh, right, and we had a look at Replaced, which was an indie game that looks absolutely stunning. Uh, coming 2022, all I've written is looks gorgeous because uh, it really, really does. Totally right, though. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, this looks like your kind of jam, Tobes. Uh, yeah, I mean, this has got that sort of pixel art, but so modern and so 
like the depth of field and the amount of foregrounds and backgrounds going on just makes it look so real and so sort of hyper real almost. It's got a real cool vibe. Um, it's it's a bit like the it's a bit like Narita Boy, but with like Gothic Castlevania on it, and it's got a bit of Stranger Things in there, but cooler, and it's got jerky cameras. I did the thing we did um, during the PS5 reveal, which was like every every new trailer that came up, we were going, "What's this? Ooh, what what is this? You know, like that kind of thing." And I literally said it out loud to myself <laughs> in my room, "What's this?" <laughs> I did it in that posh way, like, "Ooh, what's this now?" Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and the, there was some really cool music on it as well, which gave me the feels. I was like, "That's really yeah. sweet little bit of um, I don't know, some kind of metal." Looks, it sounded really cool. It looks absolutely fantastic, uh, Mars. What do you think? Not to um, not to kind of push the point, but it will be a Xbox exclusive. Gosh, just had to rub it in again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to be honest. At this point, um, I didn't really pay too much mind to this one. Actually, um, I think, like you guys said, it's, it looks great. The soundtrack was cool, but again, it was kind of one of those that kind of passed me by. It wasn't didn't particularly take my fancy, if I'm being honest. Okay, well, this is uh, Miles' last podcast. Um, if you want us to say, thanks. I think you should just kick them both off because they've not yeah. got Xboxes. No, you're absolutely right. Game Pass, I didn't, I didn't got Xboxes. Yeah. Like, yeah, just get rid of us. <laughs> We're just dead weight at this point. Cat, uh, is this um, another nail in the uh, hypothetical crutch? Um, <laughs> I actually uh, went to pee actually during this point. Jesus fucking Christ! All right, I know, both so, of you get I'm out. I'm not saying no, no, no. I'm not saying yeah, hate not it. Any <laughs> no, no, no. Miles, no, Miles had a negative opinion on it. I just haven't had the opinion yet. So I'm gonna go back, and you can ask me on Tuesday. Oh, thank back. you very much, Cat. I there like you that. Go. I like yeah. that. I'm going to go back and catch it up because actually I, I saw the slack and I was like, damn, damn, pee faster because I'm missing something. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> And um, yeah, so yeah, I'm going to catch it up because it sounds sounds up my street. So okay. yeah, okay. So right, kick cool. me off the podcast. See, that's how you fucking do it, Miles. All right, none of this dismissive bullshit. How dare you dislike something that everyone else likes? I'm not going back my that's opinion. A, that's a scum. <laughs> um, and then we had a nose at uh, the Shroom and Doom update coming to Grounded, which is out on June 30th. Um, they're throwing in an even scarier spider. How dare they, the bastards! I really want to play Grounded, but I'm so, I'm so fucking scared of spiders that I just cannot bring myself to play it. So, yeah. They have that spider mode where it just turns into like a circle. Yeah, I know, but it's still is it there. The, is, it the, is it the image? It's, it's the, still... the, the, the noise and the... You can still see it. See, I know. Yeah. At that point, that it's like a... Idea. Yeah, but yeah. at that point, it's like an invisible spider, which is even worse. That's exactly. Baby, yeah. what are you doing, man? You're going to give nightmares about invisible spiders. There's a floating though. circle, but you know that the legs are yeah, there I'm, somewhere. I know you it's there. You know? And they could touch you. And yeah. yeah. No. No, I get that. And, uh, sorry, Grounded. You look great, but <laughs> no, it's not happening. Um, and then they announced that uh, Among Us, uh, of course, is coming to consoles very, very soon. Getting 15-player lobbies. Very excited. For Among Us, I guess um, it's been around for a while now, but yeah, it's finally hitting consoles soon and it's going to get a whole new massive audience, one would imagine. And then we got a look at a game that I cannot pronounce. I think it's, it's, it's a, it could look like Sui Coden. Topes, I can't area? pronounce this either, but I'm going to go for Ayudan, Ayudan Chronicle. Okay, let's um, go with that. Let's go with that. 
Yeah, Ayudan Chronicle uh, is the Kickstarter from the people who uh, who first made Sakodan. Yeah, back in back in the day, uh, dozens of characters, loads of cool little bits of um, just narrative and town scenes, lots of screens we haven't seen before. But this is this is something that's been announced. Um, it was announced last year, so it's it's known about. But it was just nice to see that it's coming to Game Pass day one. Um, and also, they then said there was a new one, Ayudan Chronicle Rising, Rising yeah. which was actually out earlier so that was out in 2022 and then the actual game was out in 2023 i don't know it looked like a 2d fighter in the same sort of graphical style hmm yeah 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 uh, it's I, a I bit a bit hard to know for sure what that was but yeah cool that there's now two games looks gorgeous as well looks really pretty yeah. um kind of had the octopath traveler style yeah and it's got that sort of really depth heavy pixel art which mm. is yeah like you say octopath traveler and that triangle strategy and Oh yeah, the triangle strategy. <laughs> that needs a new name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe it does. Uh, Miles Cat, did either of you get excited about um, like that game that we were just talking about? That one that game, that, that one, one there. One. Yeah, yeah. Mm, I don't think it's for me, but I can appreciate the people who would like that type of game. So yeah. it's nice that you appreciate the people who like that kind of game. <laughs> Yeah, that good the, people. Not even the game. Good we people, just appreciate good those people. people. They're good people. Yeah. yeah, the games, the games, meh. But you know, the people are good. So you know. yeah, yeah. Oh, look um, at you, people. You great people. Um. <laughs> I thought it did um, look very similar to Octopath Traveler, um, and yeah, it looked pretty cool. Um, I thought it was quite ballsy that they were basically announcing two games in one, um, especially when they showed off the majority of the one that's coming out later. Um, so they've obviously got quite a bit of confidence that you know it's going to be good. Um, mm. Yeah, I thought it looked quite interesting. Cool. Yeah, but it's really good. Um, not something I'd probably get into, but it's coming to Game Pass, so maybe I'll give it a go. Um, and then we had a look at The Ascent. That's coming out July 29th. Um, this looks pretty cool. Uh, Miles, did you get into this? This one I am down for. I love a good 26 shooter and cyberpunk like world aesthetic um, type. And it just looked, again, like a lot of fun. It looks like it might be quite tough from the gameplay um, because it mm. looks like there's going to be a lot of things to kind of account for. I imagine it's probably going to be quite easy to get yourself exploded. Um, but having played a lot of games like kind of Alienation and kind of Helldivers, it just looked right up my street. Um, and it, was this one exclusive or is it going to be multi-platform? I think it's exclusive as well. Oh. So I, bitch. <laughs> I, I had a little, <laughs> I had a little spy on uh, Miles's um, platinums. You've got a platinum on Ruiner. Oh yes, I do. And yeah. this looks oh, so no. much like Ruiner. like Ruiner. And yeah. also, Ruiner was so hella difficult. Me and Greg had to give up on like the third boss. Oh no, um, I love Ruiner. So was... if you're looking at this thinking, hey, yeah, that's right, I'm actually, I'm like, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely looks like your kind of game if you can manage to get all the way through Ruiner. Yeah, to be honest, Helldivers was a, a harder platinum to get than Ruiner was for me. Um, but Ruiner, yeah, don't, yeah, don't I... just don't do that, you know. <laughs> but um, I thought Ruiner was a brilliant game actually, and I completely forgotten about it. So thank you for mentioning it. Um, but yeah, it, it looks very much it looks very much in the vein of those games, and I just I'm down for them. So that's one that will absolutely entice me. Okay. Uh, it's a, it's a shooter so again appreciate the game appreciate the people that would love that kind of stuff <laughs> looks you know aesthetically pleasing if you do like that kind of cyberpunk-esque type stuff but mm -hmm. uh yeah no um yeah 
that's that's all I have to say. Appreciate the people, you know, good people. But mm. <laughs> there's a lot of people who love shooters, and I'm just not one of them. Um, so yeah, um, I'm actually quite, you know, I get that I'm the minority. Okay, <laughs> it's fine. It's very Trumpy. You got you got there. You're the best people. Oh, the best people. (laughs) The best people. That's what I was going for, but just poorly. (laughs) I really appreciate the good people. (laughs) The good people, the good people. You can play all the gaming wall. (laughs) I'm going to build a wall. No, I'm not going to. Let's just cut that down. (laughs) The great people with their Xboxes, with their lousy Xboxes, buying Xbox and their Game Pass. (laughs) I'm going to build a wall around Microsoft. Like I can. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. Okay. It's really Best Game Pass. Best Game Pass. Uh, and then we had a nose at Age of Empires 4 also coming to Game Pass. I know nothing about Age of Empires. Never played it. Did you play Age of Empires when you were younger? Never played an Age of Empires game. Oh, God. It's, it's turning on me now. Yeah, uh, there no, we go. It's happened to everyone now. I think it's happened to everyone. How the turntables. If you can yeah. have this many games in your um, showcase that we've managed to get all four of us at one point going, I've never played any of yeah. that entire series. <laughs> That's so true. That's pretty good. That is wild, isn't it? Uh, yeah. I, Age of Empire fans then? Does this look good? I played um, all of one and two. Um, haven't really had a good enough PC to really get into three for all the years that three's been out. But yeah, Age of Empires one and two are just like absolute classics. I love them. Um, I loved all the command and conquers and things like that in um at the same sort of time so i'll probably check this one out if it's um it depends a little bit on my machine if it's going to be if it's going to be um game pass on pc then i'm going to need a pc that can run it if it's going to be game pass yeah. on xbox consoles then that's a different game different ball of you know whatever and i'll be all right i should be able to play it yeah <laughs> I was throwing together different uh, ideas and phrases there, wasn't yeah, I? Yeah, I like that. A couple like of ones. A big ball of, you know, that thing that I can't remember <laughs> what I was going to say. A big ball say. of thing. You know? <laughs> Hell of a sentence. Hell of a sentence. I'm getting tired, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Miles, there wasn't any kind of footage, but there was um, an interesting kind of aim at rewriting history. Is that kind of uh, something that you know, something that excites you in an yeah. Age of Empires kind of way? Yeah, I think um, from what they did show, it looks like it's going to be another really solid RTS. Um, I played a lot of kind of Stronghold and like Toby, played a bit of Age of Empires when I was younger as well. So it's got a lot of that kind of nostalgia in it too, but I'm in a similar position of if it's PC, I've got no chance of being able to play this. Um, But if it is on console, it's like I'm a sucker for a good RTS, even if it's a bit shit on a console because the controls just never quite work perfectly. but yeah, I love a good RTS game and Age of Empires is, like Toby said, just classic. You can't really go wrong with it. So yeah, I'm very, very excited if I can be able to play it. Okay. I just had a little Google. Um, is coming to Game Pass for PC only. I knew it. Well, shit. So there you go. Now you're going to have to buy a big ass PC as well. Oh, this is turning out to be a very we're, we're all, we're all in the same. Yeah, we're all in the same park there. We're all going to need to get a big rig of PC goodness. Hmm. And then was probably the best trailer I've seen um, throughout all of E3 was for The Outer Worlds 2, which yeah, is... Yeah, this trailer was brilliant. <laughs> exclusive to Xbox Series X and S and coming to Game Pass on day one, which basically Phil Spencer might have just gone, hey, Ross, come buy an Xbox Series X. Why? This is why. And basically just aimed that directly into my heart because, my God, I loved The Outer Worlds. It was absolutely superb. And... A sequel, yep, I am all over. And what a great trailer as well, Derbs. So it's sort of tongue-in-cheek trailer about how 
this is a lovely vista. If we had something to show, this is where we'd show it. You know, <laughs> here's a silhouette of a character we haven't designed yet. You know, that kind of thing. It was really tongue in cheek, clever, you know, good trailer. It would have gone well with the rest of the Devolver stuff, to be honest, from yesterday. Yeah. Um, so that, that was um, that was fun. And I was listening to it thinking, so who, who, what kind of game would go with this sort of, <laughs> um, you know, ridiculous idea for a trailer, which is fun. But yeah, Outer, Land, Outer Worlds uh, 1 was great fun and I'll definitely play Outer, Outer Worlds 2. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Kat, did you play the Outer Worlds? I didn't, um, but it, it looks it looks good. It's a bit sad that is it a timed exclusive? I don't believe so. That sucks because obviously the first one is you know available on all platforms, so that's just such a stab arrow in the knee. I think, I think Outer Worlds One was the reason I bought my Xbox One and yeah. Game Pass. Yeah, so I think I'd, I'd worked out that enough games were now on Game Pass for free that if I did it, I'd basically be you know, paying Quizzing. back. Yeah, I'd be paying back the cost of the console in the fact that I hadn't bought all these games. They would owe you powers. money in the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Outer Worlds 2 is coming to PC and Xbox Series X and S. <sighs> See, now I'm in a position where I have an Xbox, but I don't have a good enough Xbox to run it. So now I need to get a better Xbox in order to play the Outer Worlds 2. So kind of in the same boat. Just need to upgrade, I guess. Uh, right, then we have a nose at Flight Simulator, which is, of course, coming to Xbox Series X and S as well. There's no way in hell the Xbox One is going to run that thing. And they announced a Top Gun crossover, um, obviously, to tie in with the Top Gun Maverick film that's coming out this year. Uh, July 27th, Flight Simulator on Xbox Series. So brilliant. And, of course, day one on Game Pass. And then we had a nose at Next Gen oh, only. Sorry, gone. Just one tiny little thing on that. So um, it showed all the Flight Sim stuff, looks beautiful. And then it said an expansion coming soon. I was like, expansion to what? Earth? Like, expansion what? to the entire world. <laughs> what do you expand into at that point? <laughs> so I really, wait, before it said Top Gun, I was like, Mars? <laughs> where are we going next? <laughs> we'll take a flight out to Jupiter, shall we? Yeah, What? where is it going to go? Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's just me. <laughs> so assumably there, the expansion is different planes? I think the expansion is Top Gun planes, yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Or Tom Cruise's voice telling you stuff. Yeah. Tom Cruise, how much he's got the need for speed. Maybe Highway to the Danger Zone will play when you're flying. Show around. me the money! Just every now and again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'd be nice. I'd be up for that. Uh, but yeah, Flight Simulator is amazing. Uh, but of course, I don't have a PC that could, it would laugh in my face if I tried to run Flight Simulator. So now it's coming on Xbox. Very exciting. Um, and then, of course, we have next gen only Forza Horizon 5 which uh, is due November 9th. Uh, this one's set in Mexico. Uh, this got us all fairly excited, um, especially Miles. He was like, oh my God, this is a showcase for the console. I like that. Yeah, I mean, like, Forza always looks good. And it just, it's like they just use it as a tech demo to be like, just look how good games can now look every single time they bring one out. And this one was like no different. I was just watching it and like looking at all the scenery and as things were going past, as they were kind of showing off the gameplay. And I was just like, how how have they even achieved this? Like some of the effects on the lighting and just the seamlessness of it all just really kind of struck me. I was very, very impressed. I don't particularly care for racing games that much, but just on a technical level, fair fucking play. Like, well done. Didn't they say something about the fact that the clouds are real clouds or something? Yeah. Like... It was a, didn't they record at 12K resolution, a 24 hour cycle, like, and then they did that 30 times or something ridiculous. So they're real clouds basically cycling overhead. 
it's mad. It's Absolutely mad. Absolutely. Like, and then they they were showing like those stills of the different like areas before they kind of introduced the kind of gameplay bits, and some of it just looked like you wouldn't know the difference. Like, if someone just showed that to you and was like, "Oh, look at this picture," I so you'd be like, "Yeah, nice, good one." Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Cat, uh, you into Forza? But <laughs> but looks great and yeah like you guys are saying um, it looks incredible um, the, like when they were talking about the geology you know the rocks like uh, you know not to bang on about rocks because, <laughs> because you know uh, but wow everything just looked amazing and you know that kind of capturing it's very clever um, and it does very much kind of say look at us look how great we can be and look how great we look um, mm. so yeah. But what is it about the, the rocks, Cap? What is it about the I, rocks? I just don't know. I just, you know, makes me want to collect them, you know? Just pick yeah, them it's the you know, chaos. Yeah. yeah. Feel them in my hands, do a bit of ASMR. Um, and they've got that really cool <laughs> mode um, where they had the events lab. That looks great. That looks really cool where you can kind of just knock bowling pins down or you can make your own rules. I thought mm. that was a great addition to a, to a racing game. So, yeah, they've really, it looks like they've really smashed this one. Yeah. So, fair place to them. Looks glorious. Uh, Tobes, you're going to try out Forza Horizon once you get a series console? Yeah, I'd have to upgrade my console as well for that. I mean, mm. it's one of those ones where I'll get the console for something else and then I'll have this absolutely stonkingly beautiful racing game to play whenever I feel like a racing game, which the same as Miles, it's not very often. I'm I'm usually a if the car's got weapons on it, that's my kind of racing game. Um, but ones like Gran Turismo and Forza, they just look so incredible. And I just I look at them like that car looks like it's a photo of a car just in a in a showroom. It looks amazing um and this so this this was the one i mentioned when i was mentioning plague tale just this and plague tale just made it look like oh shit like that is what the series x can actually do yeah yeah and that's probably why i'm gonna have to get one. Oh god one day if, if i can get one that's the thing people are gonna want one now aren't they that's a problem yeah well same i'm, I'm <laughs> gonna have to try and get one now we're gonna be on very.com every five minutes oh, again trying to get a bloody another console we're doing this again very exciting okay you can wait a few months at least once uh, halo and forza drop we can give it time it's all right um and then they finished off there one more thing it was arcane's new game redfall coming in summer of next year of course day one to game pass uh looks like a co-op squad shooter that's taken on vampires or something and uh, i wasn't feeling it myself uh toby what do you reckon i i was feeling it i think as you say arcane is known for you know single player um you know very very clever games like dishonored um stealth you know all that kind of you know high narrative single player experiences this looked like they'd done the same sort of thing as rocksteady right where they'd gone yeah we do that stuff but now we're going to go into this sort of co-op area you're going to have the ability to do it like four player um a bit like suicide squad or you know kill the justice league looks like that now um and yeah I, it did look like vampires to me i don't think they can be anything else they don't it didn't look like zombies or anything um but I, my notes were this looks like buffy the vampire slayer but cooler um and yeah i really liked the vampires as well they they looked scary they had cool powers i'd not seen before like one of them like got shot and then veered off towards a building and had this sort of v-shaped like dress come up to stop them like they'd actually thought about the physics of how a vampire flies and i was like yeah, that's really sick there's some cool stuff in there um so yeah i i think we should be confident in Arcane's ability to bring us a four-player 
game that may may not only be four player of course it may be single player and four player um a lot like suicide squad will, will hopefully be um and trust them to do it well mm. yeah. not trusting them well arcane always knock it out of the park for sure and i'm sure this will be a lot of fun but i'm not seeing what makes it uniquely arcane yet that's what i think i love about dishonored is that it's very it's a very unique series and you kind of know it's dishonored like if you saw a screenshot of dishonored you'd know it was dishonored and it has it a very different art style, doesn't it? Yeah, it didn't feel like that to me yet. I only see gameplay. Did, we'll see. Yeah, I, I think this one did have its its own art style, but it just certainly wasn't a dishonored art style. Um, their, their little faces were were certainly stylized in a particular way. Um, like they didn't look real; they looked, you know, semi cartoon styled. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe maybe in a year or two's time, we'll be like Redfall, man. That is such an arcane style game. So, mm, so true. like it, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm confident. Uh, Kat, Kat, did you like the look of Redfall? Yeah, I'm. I'm always a little bit dubious when they kind of just show a beautiful kind of film trailer that's very kind of polished and lovely. Um, I'd like to make my proper full opinion when I guess some gameplay comes out. But so far, yeah, looks looks okay. Um, it reminded me a little bit of, um, very slightly of this film that I just can't remember the name of. So it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> 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 but it does. I think it's going to have some cool concepts to it. It sounds like it's, you know, if you, you play a different, one of the four, they're all going to have their own unique powers. They all look very different and unique in their own way. Um, and I guess, I, I guess there's going to be an element of, you know, you can't all live without each other. Um, and there's going to be, you know, things that you can't do about X or if you're that person, you can only do X. Um, but, but I always like in kind of multiplayer games. I think that adds a really nice kind of you know deeper dynamic. So yeah, mm. looks cool. But I definitely want to see some gameplay before making a decision. Yeah, that's absolutely fair. Uh, Miles, what did you make of Redfall? I think if this had been a trailer again, one of those where if it was from any other kind of studio, I'd have been like, oh, that looks like it's going to be another generic like four player cooperative, blah blah blah. But like, I'm such a big fan of Arcane, and all of the games that they make are so incredibly like well designed. Like the the way of sculpting levels, like you look at some of the levels from the Dishonored series. And then the work that they did on Prey, just like the organic nature of the gameplay and so many options that you have available to you. I was actually really excited for what their take will be on it because I think if they can combine like their level design ideas um, with all the different abilities and all the different options that they've given in other games that they've worked on, I just think there's so much potential with what they could do with this. And I'm kind of picturing in my mind, you know, the classes will have like so much depth and there'll be a variety of different weapons and there'll be options of how you can complete your objectives. I guess in my head, I can kind of see how that studio is going to do so much good work. Um, so I hope it does turn out like that because obviously, as you guys have kind of mentioned, we only have a trailer. We don't know what the game itself kind of looks like at the moment, but I really do trust in Arcane. I think they make fantastic video games. And yeah, it was one that really kind of stuck out to me as like, this is what Arcane's working on. Therefore, I am down for it because I think they'll I think they'll smash it personally. Yeah. Nice. Okay, cool. I'm a bit more optimistic now. Your mic sounds awesome, by the That's way, tonight, Mars. Oh, thank you. I've uh, had to uh, sort it out a little bit, but I think I've finally found a winning formula. Are you sitting comfortably? Yes, much oh, more good. comfortably than yesterday. It's like upside is... down or something. <laughs> I was like Spider-Man, just like hanging from the ceiling to like yeah. make it work. <laughs> like a vampire. Nice. Um, do you have a bit of breaking news? The Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin demo is available now. Oh, But it's you mean corrupted. You chaos? 
but it's, it's corrupted by chaos. The data is corrupted, so no one can download it. What? <gasps> That's chaos, chaos man. Chaos. We have to go in there and we have to destroy the corruption that is the chaos. <laughs> They're just talking on a meta level now. They're like, you have yeah. to destroy the chaos to get to the game so that you can then destroy more chaos. There's some other website where you can get a code that will let you into it and destroy chaos. <laughs> so yeah, you literally can't download it right now because the PS5 is uh, not happy with it. <laughs> They're really doing this game dirty. They released a trailer where the dialogue is just embarrassingly bad. They don't really show it off properly. And then a broken demo. And now the demo just doesn't fucking work. I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> it oh, is. dear. You go download it and it will say, this data is corrupted. Delete it from your PS5 and then download it again from your library. I'd give it a, a few hours before you jump in, I think. Yeah, we'll give it a go over the week. Yeah. See if it's as terrible as it looked. That was the Xbox Showcase. What a fantastic show they did. Bravo, Xbox. And that is it from us. Is there anything that I missed that we want to get into? No. No? No, I think we're good. <laughs> I think we're all not knackered. It's like, nope. yeah, it's, yeah, let's go to bed. That sounds like a good idea. Uh, thank you all very much indeed for listening. We'll be back for one big old E3 podcast on Tuesday. And I'm looking forward to that because we're going to go through everything that we've missed or little bits that we uh, want to talk and stuff that we want to get into. So thank you all very much indeed for listening. It is goodbye from Mars Thompson. See you later. It's goodbye from Kat. Bye. It is goodbye from Toby. Sayonara. And it's goodbye from me. I've been Roscoe. We'll see you on Tuesday night for our E3 2021 review podcast special. See you then, everyone. <laughs>